Hey, Tech Leads, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. This is a podcast for tech leads, hands-on engineering managers, and startup CTOs, among other people, who are looking for more clarity, certainty, and confidence in the role. My name is Michael Rice. I'm based here in sunny Los Angeles. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to bring you some useful stuff you can put to use today to make you more effective in the role, whether you're brand new or if you're even if you're highly experienced. This is episode number 52. It's Monday, September 9th, 2019. It's going to be a full week after a short week here in the States. Last week was Labor Day weekend. We can do it, Tech Leads. We'll make it. This week, we're going to start a whole new topic. It's something I've never touched before, so it's going to be kind of interesting. We're going to go work through it together. Remember the new structure of these podcasts is that I'm going to float some ideas to you that I think you can put to use right away in your tech leadership or at least be thinking about, but the really <clears throat> the more thorough guidance is going to be on my paid newsletter at michaelrice.substack.com, which I'll link to in the show notes. I think it's a bargain at seven bucks a month because, you know, I work hard to bring you insights and useful stuff that really I don't think you're going to find anywhere else. But don't forget, I do have a bunch of free stuff to give you, and I'll describe it at the end of the episode. All right, so how was your weekend anyway? It's the last summer of the decade. It's coming to a close in a lot of places, but here in Los Angeles, they call September the local summer because the tourists are mostly gone, but the weather is actually better than July or August. So I'm enjoying it. But it's Monday. It's a new week and a new topic. I haven't talked much about hiring at all in my tech lead writings and various podcasts or broadcasts, but it's a big, important topic. So I want to start diving into it and thinking a little bit about it this week. It's something tech leads and EMs or engineering managers often have to get involved in in some way or another. And I've always been kind of reluctant to get into it because it's such a big topic. It's like entire books, their entire departments, recruiters, TA, talent acquisition, even consultancies based on culture and around hiring and focusing on that. So I've been kind of reluctant to get involved in it. But when I started to look around and considering the topic and kind of playing with it, I realized I really shouldn't be overlooking this one. I mean, if you Google for guidance on it, it's kind of like Googling for the word tech lead, right? You're going to get swamped with tons of advice. It's all over the board. Some of it's very specific. Some of it's very general. A lot of it is inconsistent. It conflicts with itself. There's, it's just a mess. There, and most importantly, I think there's a lot of stuff that seems really compelling or really influential or like it's something you should be paying attention to. But it may not have anything to do with your specific kind of role or your company or your context. So, you know, for example, should you be doing the Google slash Silicon Valley style hiring? What questions should you be asking? What should you be looking for if you're an EM? And like what type of person? When should you pull the trigger? If you're a tech lead, what should you tell your hiring committee or your the team if you're just kind of like doing a retro on a on a on-site interview, there's a lot to be considering, right? And having just been a candidate out there on the receiving end of this, I'm kind of fresh on it, and maybe I'm a little biased on the candidate side right at the moment. But this week, we're going to think about some of the dimensions of this thing called hiring. The goal at the end of the week for me, my personal goal, 
is to have some kind of working model we can use as tech leads that's more useful than all that haphazard stuff or, you know, the dry training you might get in your company. Now, last week I got done talking about intentions. So my intention for this is not necessarily just to hit the goal of coming up with some kind of model. There's no way I think I can actually come up with a comprehensive, robust model. But let's limit to what we can do in the week. Let's just kind of explore it. My intention is just to, like, really talk through it with you and think through some ideas. Like I said, I'm not expecting some kind of robust model at the end of a week, Not you know, in addition to all the other stuff I have going on. I just want some early contours that we can evolve over the months and years that follow. So this week, we're going to explore it. And today, I want to introduce some of my early thoughts on this thing called hiring and some of the variables that I think are the most important, at least on the landscape. Could be wrong, just kind of my initial impressions. Rather than start with some material that's out there and kind of dissecting it or, or giving you some kind of outline on it, although I've been gathering some, let's just start at a high-level, abstract level of what hiring is and what your role as a tech lead is. And to me, in a nutshell, I know this is kind of obvious, but software engineering teams typically, like, think about, like, what is hiring? Like, why are we hiring? I think they typically hire when they have more work than they can handle with the existing team or need to get features done more quickly, duh. Or number two, they need some kind of specialized skill in the team, like someone with more experience and leadership, a specific skill set, say React or something along those lines. That's all really straightforward, right? It's pretty obvious. Maybe there's a third in there that I'm kind of overlooking, but just kind of basic stuff. You know, you kind of know when you need to hire. So let's abstract it a little bit. Instead of thinking about our team, let's think about, I don't know, a soccer team. And you need to add more team members. Forget about the rules of soccer or how many players you can have on the field or the positions. Let's just pause to think about what this means. First, your team already has a dynamic, right? It has a way of working, a way of culture, a way of training, a way of, you know, going at the game. It's, you know, if you really think about it, it's kind of immutable in that way, right? It's the configuration that's there. So if you're going to add another person, the team is never really going to be quite the same because it's a new team, right? When you have four players and you add a fifth, the dynamics change. And also, what does that mean for the new person? I mean, you've been one. I've been one lots of times. You show up, you bring your own skills, experience, culture, personality, all kinds of stuff, right? But you also have to now adapt to the team and A, fit into their other personalities and B, match whatever the performance expectations are. In other words, hiring and joining teams is a really interesting human dynamic. Forget about the details. Now, in the old days, maybe in some engineering shops today even, the hiring process is thought of as more of a resources or people to assign to roles or accomplish certain capitalist needs. I agree with that too. I mean, it's just a fact of life. It's what you're getting. It's why you're getting hired. And don't get what I'm saying twisted. I mean, I'm very people-oriented, but the reality is what it is. We hire people in business because we want to turn a profit, right? And even in a nonprofit, we need to accomplish some kind of outcome. So we put goalies on the soccer team to protect the net. Fullbacks fill their own role. Senior engineers on our teams fill other roles. And tech leads fill a different role. So we're going to be talking about roles and responsibilities this week, of course, but those are kind of like the law, right, or they're the rules, They're the minimum expectations, the bullet points on a job description. They're the minimum you need to accomplish, in my mind, 
even if the sum of the bullets are really hard to accomplish or aspirational. All they do is say, I do this and you do that. So one part of interviewing and hiring is really thinking hard about whether this person can fill whatever role you've got. If it's a junior developer role, can they do it? And likewise, for the person involved, I think they really should have a really strong understanding during the interview process or at some other point of the expectations coming in. A, so they know whether they can rise to it, and B, have a chance to demonstrate it to you. Too often, interviews play hide the ball and disconnect the interview process from the job description and the expectations, right? Like, how often do you actually look at the job description when you're going into an interview? This is frustrating for everyone. But once you've covered the basic role-based inquiry, which, again, I, I can't overemphasize, it's critically important, I think your more important role as a tech lead, once you pass that kind of basic hurdle, is, and as a tech lead participating in the interview, is I think thinking hard about how well is this person that you're interviewing going to fit in the team? Are they going to be happy? And, and more importantly, excel and be ex- engaged in the team based on your understanding of the team's dynamics. Note, of course, this requires that you have a strong understanding of your team's culture. And, of course, the other part of the interview process is trying to figure out how the team will be different and hopefully better if you add this person, right? Remember, your team is what it is, but if you add this other person, it's all going to change. The dynamics will change. And, of course, you can't know with 100% certainty, but I'm 99% certain that your current interview questions or processes aren't really calculated to figure this out. One or two questions you ask during the the interview process isn't going to cut it. You really need to spend the right kind of time with this person to understand how they'll fit in and if they're going to do well fitting in. Finally, as the tech lead, you may or may not get the final say in the interview process, probably won't, but you're going to have an outsized influence on the result, even if you got some kind of Google-style committee making the final call. So this week, let's talk some more about it. Let's make some progress on this hiring thing. Let's give you something practical, something that gives you, remember, certainty, clarity, and confidence going into the next interview. So we're going to have a good week. Looking forward to it, Tech Leads. Thanks for listening, Tech Leads. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on this podcast. Give us an awesome rating if you can or want to. You do, right? We're on a mission. We're trying to figure out this tech lead, hands-on EM, startup CTO thing where there's a lot of expectations and very, uh, very often little support. So thank you for taking me on this journey with you. I've got some free resources for you. Always do. We do a free email about once a week on my Substack account. Got the Tech Lead Coaching Network, which is a peer-to-peer coaching support system. I'm still trying to pull together. Um, I'll be saying this for quite a while don't have the network effects yet we're going to get there eventually if you're in los angeles with me you can come to the tech lead workshops la or let me know if you want to start a similar meetup in your own community they're pretty cool Um, finally you can download my free book how to be a tech lead on leanpub.com put a link to it on the show notes no matter what though i want to hear from you drop me an email at me at michaelrice.com or hit me up on twitter at me or at michael rice and go make the most of this opportunity, Tech Leads. It's a big step in your career. It's Monday. You got your whole week in front of you. You're going to do great. 
and we're on this journey together. 